guys, it's me. I'm back. What's up, party people? This is this this show is taking a turn for the. Oh. <laughs> Sweep the leg. Hanging <laughs> <laughs> out. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Monster Bass Live. We got a great show for you today. We got a lot of guests. Uh, first, we're gonna we're gonna bring on Marty and and, and uh, Rafi. And then we've got uh, we've got a special guest today, and um, was he on the card? Oh, everybody knows. All right, we've also got uh, we've got Brandon from uh, Dust Off Fishing. I'm really excited to have him on the show today. But uh, but first, I don't know who's uh, I don't know what uh, what you guys are doing, but uh, this thing is exploding. My warehouse can't seem to keep up. I mean, they're working around the clock to, to, to fill these boxes because clearly you guys like Strike King baits. I mean, who doesn't? I do. But uh, I guess it doesn't matter what I think. It's really up to you guys. So uh, Strike King's great. Strike King's great. Uh, the Z-Man inventory just arrived. So we're really excited about that one. It's back-to-back -back big months for you guys. Strike King. We got some Z-Man, and we're going to have some great guests to talk about some of these baits. I'm curious to know your thoughts on a couple things. You know, I'm having a stressful day today. I've been approached. I'm just going to say it. What? I've been approached by... Uh, by Major League Fishing uh, to power their Champion Series box. And what that looks like is, is uh, a rebirthing of their box on our site. Maybe it's the Platinum Series now called the Champion Series. Uh, they'll promote it on all the live streams, all events, everything. And then you'll be able to, you know, they'll have real estate on their website and we'll be able to, you know, it'll push traffic. Uh, to monster bass and I keep thinking to myself like wow that's pretty legitimate like to have a, an organization literally behind it where we've got full rights to all their all their content their anglers um, we've got full rights to create products and byproducts derivatives of the of the subscription box I can't help but think it's going to be a really powerful partnership but as part of it, I got to buy all their, I've, I've got to take the inventory that they've got. And some of it's great. And some of it's, you know, some of it's stuff I, I, I wouldn't necessarily put in the box. Like, I'd have a fair bit of some Guggen inventory. You know, I could probably dump it all in one month. You know, one bait, everybody gets one. But still, it's just the idea of doing that. Or I could just sell that stuff online in the store and just sell it all at 50% off and give you guys like the best deal on the planet. But I'm conflicted, right? I'm conflicted because, you know, you're betting, you're betting the business. You're betting the business on a relationship with Major League Fishing. And, 
Yeah, it's one that uh, I don't know if it's going to distract me from the overall uh, vision and direction of the company. And it's only me that'll get distracted. No one else will get distracted because I won't allow that. It's me. So at some point, I'm going to talk to you guys about that and ask for questions. But uh, let's see. MLF is the best. We already know Gramps doesn't like them. So at some point, I'll find a comment from Gramps. Eh, there it is. Lost their fans with a stupid move. I'd love to know what you guys think. Um, let's see who's in here. We've got Fishing with Cotton. Thank you for your service. We got T-Rex. Thank you for your support. Who else is here? Uh, Army Outdoors, Master Sergeant. Thank you for your service. Who else we got here? Westfall. We got a lot of people. No, my mouse doesn't work. This show, I met Tom Brugger. He's now, yes, he is. Mm. Yeah, Jared. All this time to check on the, on the program, make sure we're set up. Anyway, let's see, let's see. Sell it back to Guggen. Guggen's got more inventory than they know what to do with. You can buy soft plastics for 75 cents a bag. Anyway. Mm. All right, let's not waste any time. You know, as you guys know, I'm a big, big supporter of... Uh, of our military and first responders. It means a lot to me. Um, I don't just say this shit, right? Like I, I it, re it really does. And, um, you know, we've had a lot of conversations about, you know, how do we show this? How do we show this support? Uh, how do we, you know, how do we make it visible on the website? How do we make it uh, a real type of offering? And so we started talking about it and, uh, you know, I gave that special project to Rafi because if I take it, it'll take a while to come to fruition because I'm working on a few different things. And, uh, you know, he's got some, he's got, I think he's got like G10 classified clearance. He doesn't have G14 like myself and our next guest, but, uh, but they got to talk and then they've come up with a few things. So let's bring those guys on. Let's bring on Marty and Rafi. What's going on guys? Hey, hey, how's it going? What's up? It's going all right. Uh, Rafi, what's in your, uh, you know, I, I see, uh, I see the bait, the bait wall that Marty's got, like in his man cave. What's, uh, what's in your cupboards right there behind you? Anything good? I got the, uh, I got the sugar cereal wall. Mm, mm. Exciting. Okay. So Rick, yeah. you know, look, just, uh, said you had a little bit of a stressful day. I too had a stressful day. But I was able to clear out all of that stress with colon broom. <laughs> wow. Colon broom, a proud it's, sponsor of Monster Bass Live. That's right. It's, it is nature's uh, natural way of getting rid of unwanted bloating. And for yes. those of you that aren't, are wondering why the heck we're talking about colon broom, because somehow 700 servings of this stuff showed up at my door. <laughs> it was addressed to the right house. Uh, Oddly enough, it was addressed to one of my businesses that really have no reason for any mail to be coming under this business. But uh, yeah, a lot of it came. And so if any of you are sitting at home with unwanted bloating and want to want to uh, really get stuff done, I mean, oh, Marty, Marty, that's kinetic energy. It's potential energy right there. 
We'll send you some colon broom. You're supplied. It's like turtle wax. <laughs> it's no. turd wax. Turd. All right. Let's, uh, why don't you guys tell us what you guys are up to? Well, first, mm -hmm. I want to tell you um, that after a little bit of coaching last week, I'm a firm believer in returning calls because things happen when you return calls. It's actually like really productive. Wow. Yeah. Tell me more. Uh, and yeah, so I, I called uh, I called Marty back um, much later than apparently I had committed to. And uh, he, he shared with me that, uh, uh, and you've talked about it a bunch of times as well, right? That if we're doing uh, stuff like Super Chat, uh, we don't really know where that money goes and we don't see what 50% of it or 60% or of it. So we've began to uh, to discourage our community from, uh, from sending us Super Chats. And, uh, you know, Marty shared with me in him being a uh, veteran and knowing that, uh, that the Monster Bass community is, uh, you know, is made up of, uh, of a lot of uh, veterans and uh, combat veterans, first responders, and uh, an active duty military, shared with me that he thought that it was a miss that we were discouraging people from, uh, from donating because there was an opportunity for us to really rally around our community. And, uh, and, and from there, we started talking and the idea of Monster Bass Cares was, uh, was born. And uh, Marty, if you're ready for me to pass the baton over to you, I'm happy to do it. If you want me to keep talking, I could do that as well. No. <laughs> well, you keep going forever, I think. Uh, yeah, yeah, so great conversation. You know, Rick, you and I discussed this before Christmas a little bit. And then Rafi and I have been on the phone a few times now talking about this. And I think this is a good way for Monster Bass and the entire Monster Bass family to get involved in giving back to the veterans and first responders uh, that that tune into the show, that are members on on the Facebook site, and and all these things. You know, I just went to a fishing show last week, and there's a gentleman in there that uh, holds a Veterans Day tournament every year for disabled vets. And he had over 100 entries last year. That's great. Well, I think based on what I've seen in a live chat and how people were doing the super chat donations, I mean, I was doing it every week. Every show, I was doing super chat. And once I, once you came out and said, hey, this is, you know, yeah, we don't even get half of this. Well, that to me is discouraging. So... In order to rectify that, Rafi and I came up with this Venmo idea with Monster Bass Cares, where instead of donating to the Super Chat, we can donate directly to this Venmo account. It's a separate account that uh, Monster Bass is gonna, already has established, but um, money that gets donated through the live chats, uh, eventually you're going to have it on the website and word of mouth that we can get this out there. People can donate money to Monster Bass Cares, and then we are going to reach out to the different uh, veteran fishing tournaments, first responder fishing tournaments, and be able to have a fund set aside 
to procure Monster Bass boxes to send to these tournament directors to give out as prizes to these veterans that have participated in the tournaments. I got that right, Rafi? You got it. You got it right. Um, you got it beautifully. And, uh, you know, Rick, you and I have been on the receiving end of a lot of calls of, uh, you know, our community asking how they can get involved and also sharing that, you know, there are so many of these charitable events and it almost feels like people are a little bit hesitant to, uh, to ask us for, for support. And so what I really like about Venmo and what I really love about Monster Bass Cares is that it's by our community and, uh, and for our community where we're keeping the Venmo account public so everyone can track and see exactly how much money is, uh, is going in and everyone can track and see exactly how much money is going out. And we'd like to pledge to our community and the, uh, and the Monster Bass Live faithful that if you have an event or if you have some type of project that you want to support, not only is, uh, is Marty going to be the front lines of vetting different organizations where we can really uh, begin to support them if, uh, if, if we can align with them, um, but also this fund is available is available to you because we want to take some of the trepidation out of uh, out of asking that you can see that we have a fund so of course we can pull 20 boxes out of it and uh, and and send it off to you so that you can have your event and and take first responders or take um, you know veterans fishing without necessarily even needing to be registered but just because you're a part of uh, of, of our community. Right. Yeah. So uh, we need to. We're we're still setting this up. We're looking at different options, um, so that when people do ask uh, for support from Monster Bass, we have a way of vetting. So I know we have a lot of veterans in our community right here in the live chat. That uh, definitely, I'm going to be. Uh, I mean, I'll give everyone my email address right now if that's okay. Um, that anyone that wants to help out with this, they can email me directly if uh, if that's how we want to do it, Rafi. Um, I'm fine sure. with that. Uh, it's Marty Lawson1982 at Gmail. Um, you can you can go ahead and and send me an email if you want to get involved. Uh, we're going to have a group of ambassadors, and I'm going to need help uh, reaching out. Uh, when people do come in and ask for things, we need to be able to vet them. Um, you know, I want to make sure that it is actually supporting veterans, first responders, and the like, so that uh, we do this right. And uh, I'm going to turn around and and I don't know if anyone else has donated yet, but I'm going to drop 50 bucks on the Venmo account tonight to get this thing rolling. And uh, you know that's that's a box right there so anyone that wants to donate jump on the venmo send the money there instead of super chat and we're going to get some boxes out to the vets and first responders now rick can i make a confession that might involve you and uh and fix yes you may okay <laughs> so marty i'm glad you're here um, you know that one of the reasons why we really like Venmo is because uh, there's a there's a history, right? We want everyone to be able to track 
what's coming in and what's going out. And uh, I set up Venmo and I had it on my, on my personal phone. And Rick and Fix and I all decided to go out and have, just, you know, blow up a little steam, have some dinner, a few drinks together. And, uh, you know, Fix being the uh, gentleman that he is, uh, ended up uh, grabbing for the, uh, for the check. And Rick and I decided that we were going to pay for our share and not let, not let Jared cover the, uh, cover the entire check. And before I hit send, I realized that I didn't recognize the bank account that was associated to my Venmo, had no idea that I didn't sign out of the Monster Bass Cares one. And almost the first Monster Bass Cares donation would have been to Jared Fix for beers, where in the caption it was unicorn rainbow heart. Um, so that almost that. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So Marty, I need your help. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know, so there's some some been some really good uh, uh, ideas in the chat. Like someone said, how about a roundup option during checkout? Like. I love that idea. Like that would be a really easy way because I round up every time, you know, every time it's like, you know, I'm going to round up 89 cents, whatever, who the heck cares? You don't even have to think about it. I think it would be, as long as we, as long as we do this and we don't limit it to boxes, right? Because, you know, there's one organization where I'm giving them rods at every, you know, we're going to do rods at tournaments and things like that. Um, I think as long as we're keeping it open to just making sure we deliver like the right type of, you know, product for, for, for each event, I think that that would go a long way. Um, someone also mentioned that, like, what if you don't have Venmo? Yeah, I think uh, you could email, you know, take a photo of the money that you want to donate and text that to, uh, to Marty and we'll take care of you. <laughs> all right what are the last four digits of the phone number for venmo confirmation oh uh you could bypass that but that is a good question and i don't remember because i had to get like a burner number um in order to get it a burner number yeah i think it is yeah 19... we're really legit <laughs> i i think it's i think it's 1986 okay so what are the specifics for using Venmo? It's super simple. You can just scan the QR code on the screen. It'll open up the app. If you don't have the app, download the app. You connect it to your debit card or whatever. And it's just a safe way to move money back and forth. And you don't have to worry about a thing. It's just like PayPal. Yeah, in fact, I believe Venmo is owned by PayPal. It is. It is. I like it. All right. So... Yeah. Do you think and, that we could can... go ahead? Oh, go ahead. No. Oh, I was, I was going to ask if, uh, just a, a, a way to keep this top of mind, if, uh, not necessarily that like Marty and I would need to bombard, um, you know, every, every single live. Um, but if you could, uh, dedicate a little bit of, uh, of the show time to sharing, um, you know, how much money has been coming in. And then if that particular week we happen to support something, uh, where that where that money went, so people could just check in here and see firsthand um, how their dollars are are being spent and where they're where they're going. It's amazing. Exactly, we want to be all above board on this whole thing. Okay, yeah, I love that. I think we can. Uh, I think we can give updates each week. 
I think we can. Um, thank you. I think not only can we give updates, but as we start to spend some of the money, I think we should highlight some of the some of the groups and organizations that we're we're, we're providing donate donate donations to, mm-hmm. and uh, and really highlight those. Not because we want to be self serving, but because we want to be above the board, like you guys said. So this yeah. isn't like yeah, uh, I think that'd be fantastic. Yeah, we don't want to be like Russell Wilson. No. <laughs> yeah, uh, or, so uh, that's... Or, or Brett Favre. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Okay. So watching the chat, I'm I'm already looking at. Looks like folks are already donating tonight. Uh, I got people that have already sent me emails, and uh, perfect. Again, my email is Marty Lawson nineteen eighty two at gmail.com send me an email if you want to help out if you want to get involved it'd be great i'm going to be looking for help doing this and uh and i think we just get the word out so again you know uh, one of the things rick that i'm going to do is i'm going to the next show that i go to or or next tournament whatever the case may be i might buy a box and do a separate raffle and take that money that's earned there and drop it into this venmo account so there's a lot of different ways that individuals can do stuff to increase the funds here for monster bass cares so that we can get this stuff out to the veterans whether it be boxes rods reels any of it okay yeah. we, we already have we already have we already have two hundred dollars i just um, put i just put in a hundred bucks Yep, I saw cool. it. Thank you. Fixie just put in 50. So right. anyway, we're off to a great start. And I think I think as part of this, I think the ask would be as you build out like any type of team to support this, team of veterans to support this, I think we can do more moving forward. But I think we should dedicate some space on the site. Like I think it needs to be really clear when you come to the site that Monster Bass supports our, 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 our veterans and first responders. I think we need to highlight that better. I think that uh, we, should, we should showcase the team that supports this, this cause and, uh, and really dedicate some real estate to it so that it's, 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 it's just part, ingrained in the fabric of Monster Bass. So I love this. I love yep. this. Awesome. Well, away, away we go. And uh, I got a lot of thank yous that I'm gonna start to uh, get busy in, in, the, uh, in the chat because uh, Donations are coming in fast. Amazing, amazing. And Rafi, you have the you have the account access, right? <clears throat> Correct. I have the okay. account access, but it's also it's linked to uh, to the monster. Oh, that's right. It's linked to that. <clears throat> amazing. All yeah. right. Well, guys, I love this. I'm really I'm really proud that uh, Marty that you you know you're stepping up to to take this on and. Uh, Whatever I can do to support that and whatever we as a company can do or we as a community can do. Um, yeah, I think, I think <clears throat> think really, you know, the number of people that tune into the show that have YouTube channels and, and things like that, that they have subscribers of their own out there. Uh, really, I'm, I'm looking for, for everyone that can to get the word out and get this done so that we can really do what we what we set out to do we want to give back to the community and i think this is a great way to do it and i really i i really appreciate monster bass for for stepping up and doing this and and rick and rafi uh and jared you guys 
jumping into this and saying, yeah, this is this is a good idea. So I really appreciate that. And I appreciate everyone that's is donating now and in the future. I thank you. Well, thank you, Marty. Definitely. Thank you. Thank you. So let's go. All right, guys. Well, listen, I appreciate you guys uh, coming on board and uh, and taking some time to tell us all about it. And uh, I really appreciate that. Cool. Thank yeah. you. All right. Till next time. All right. Till tomorrow. Well, that's great. I don't know about you, but I love that stuff. <clears throat> yes. Thank you very much, Marty uh, and, and Rafi for putting this together. And it's only going to get bigger and it's only going to, uh, we're only going to be able to do better. All right. So, um, let's see. Hello, Jeremy. We got Jeremy. We got Gramps. We got BB Raider, BC, West Martin, Jackson, T-Rex, Ma Master Sergeant. Look at this. Fishing with cotton. Yes, yes, yes. We got a lot of people. Blind eye fishing. We got a lot of people here, but we got like 11 likes. It's kind of weird. I don't know why that happens, but... Oh, we just got one more, so there you go. Um, oh, I appreciate that, BC. I'm headed home to record a video right now to push for this for. Amazing. All right, let's not keep our guests waiting any longer. Um... My next guest is uh, is a veteran himself, and so uh, you know I I don't know how if 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 you know our next guest, but we're gonna learn a little bit about him today. He makes some really great content, and I came across him. I can't remember how I came across the channel, but I I just love the authenticity. It just felt real to me, and as you guys know, I like real. So uh, let's. Uh, are we ready to bring them on? We got good internet connection? Mm -hmm. All right. Well, let's hope so. All right, let's not keep them waiting. Let's open the hotline. No, I'm going to do it right now. I don't know how. All right. All right, hotline's going to be open, guys. We're going to learn a little bit about our next guest, and, uh, and uh, I'd like to have the questions coming. We've got uh, golden tickets. And uh, so we're going to go through this. So, uh, all right, let's give a big warm welcome to Brandon from Dust Off Fishing. How's it going, man? It's going good. Thanks, Rick. Yeah, I glad like to your be here. Yeah, thanks for coming. I'm really glad you're here. Uh, I like your, your green screen, too. And uh, thanks, buddy. Yeah, I wish I actually wish mine was like that because I get a lot of people. I have a friend. She's a, an interior designer, and she said she watched the first like four minutes of the show one time and she couldn't get over the fact that. Like this was my background. She's like, you're sitting next to a window, and uh, judging by by the height of my head to the window, she's like, what are you sitting on, like a beanbag chair or something? And I told her it was part time. But uh, yeah, welcome to the show. Really glad to have you here. Um, like I said, uh, I am so excited to be here. I uh, I'm a little oblivious to to this platform as far as the strike King stuff and, and, uh, how many people you have watching. Um, I did, I did, I don't know if you can see that, but I, I donated to the, to the cause here. Oh, so, I like the number too. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. So I'm, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in for vets, man. You know, okay. as you know, 
Uh, I am a vet serving actively in the United States Army, so I'm very excited to be here. Yeah, why don't you uh, for for those that don't that don't know you, why don't you why don't you give us a little background? Like, what's your what was your experience and uh, how many tours and what do you do? Yeah, so uh, I enlisted in the 2000. So I have been in the army for 23 years in April, and uh, I've done two tours: one to Afghanistan in the Helmand province in 2012 as a as a medevac pilot. Thus, the name dust off. For those of you who don't know what dust off is, it's the call sign for medical evacuation and combat. And then uh, I did another tour in Iraq in eighteen nineteen, and uh, and basically when I got back from Iraq is when I I really got into fishing and and uh, really fell in love with the sport. So I am relatively new to the to the fishing industry, as you and I discussed. Yeah. So, um, you know, I think, I think I told you this, I'm kind of like a dog chasing the car. I don't know what I'll do if I ever catch the tire, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, Hey, uh, I've been, uh, I've been enlisted. I've been, an, I'm an officer. I'm a major currently serving in Springfield, Missouri as a Thank facility you. commander for, a an aviation flight, uh, facility. And, um, I love what I do. I love, love everything about the army and, love helping soldiers. And I hope that whatever we do here is, uh, is going to do that too. Yeah. And, and we didn't have a chance to catch up last week because did I get this right? You were, you were flying a Blackhawk from New Jersey. I was, uh, I picked up a brand new, um, U8 or HH 60 Mike, a Blackhawk from New Jersey and flew back to Missouri and about 10 hours of flight time. Took about 36 hours uh, real time. So you just went to the dealership, picked up a Blackhawk and just drove it home. You, you know, I was curious how this would work too. I'd never done this. I just yeah. showed up at some random place, which happened to be a, a naval yard in New Jersey. Uh, there's a, a hangar there. I, I walked in the hangar. It was sitting there. We inventoried it and they said, okay, here's the keys. See you later. <laughs> we're out now so now is that is it are those armed uh no so that's what's kind of crazy about medevac is um by the geneva conventions we're not allowed to carry weapons except personal weapons Got so it. i have i have all kinds of crazy stories in afghanistan but like one of my favorite stories is that we were dive bombing a guy with an rpg pretending we had weapons uh but we didn't and we scared him off, so that was kind of cool. Better, better you than me. That's uh, that's pretty scary. Uh, you don't really know any better, and you, you kind of. I, I think anybody who's been in combat or in the service will kind of understand. Like, you kind of forget about your own personal safety sometimes when you're trying to help other people. So, yeah. you know, it's just one of those stories that. Uh, you know, the whole crew was on board, everybody was down. So, uh, we decided that it was either let them, basically we had an aircraft that they were kind of targeting. So it was either let them shoot that aircraft or, or dive bomb them. So we, we pretended we had guns. And you were piloting this. Yeah. 
Yeah, badass. That's so badass. Hey, we got a question here from Gramps. He wants to know if you ever flew with his younger cousin, Nicholas Jenkins. I did not. No, I did not. I'm sorry, Gramps. But I do follow Gramps on Instagram, and I love his and I love his content. Gramps is great. Gramps is great. What else we got here? Wow, that's an amazing story. What's uh? And so you're still active. I is, am. So how do you find time to get out there and fish? Because not only are you active, you got a family. And you've got this new hobby. Yeah, that I struggle with that sometimes. But what I what I really try to do is just. So I know this is going to sound very military of me, but I think if you want to make time for something, you will find a way to make it happen. So um, whether that's get up earlier, whether that's be more efficient in your you know tasks, whether that's you know having organized things i will i will organize things that i need to make content for in a way that i know that i'm gonna do that while i'm out there and i'll create you know however much i need in however much time i have and then i'll kind of spread that out over time and i always tell people you kind of have to pick your battles when it comes to the content game you know obviously my instagram page is much bigger better better than my YouTube page or my uh, TikTok page, but, or my Facebook page, but I still do stuff on all of those, but you know, you kind of have to fight uh, the battle you think is, is going to be winnable first. And so while I work on those other side projects and I have a family and I have a daughter and I have a job and I, there are so many other people out there that do the same thing. Um, I just, that's how I actually got into this is I just kind of came up with a plan. I implemented it and then I'm just very disciplined in how I execute it. Makes a lot of sense. I agree with you. I mean, the grass is greener where you water it. So you've got to, it's not just going to, it's just not going to grow on its own. You've got to really work hard at it and it's got to be an important thing or else it's, uh, you know, it's just something you just talk about. Well, I uh, think people say like, you fish all the time. Well, I really don't. Right. You know, I just find a way to to have enough content to to make it look like that. To be honest. Sure. Sure. We've got a caller from uh, from Texas here that wants to ask a question. Let's uh, let's bring him on the line. Go ahead, caller. Where are you from, and what's your PB? What's going on? Uh, my name is Jonathan. I'm from Houston, Texas. Uh, my old handle was jhuntfish81. My new handle on YouTube and on Instagram is um, <clears throat> Over the Shoulder Fishing. All right. And my PD is a five-pound bass. Started off the bank with a uh, with a jig. Love it. Love it. Well, I'm familiar with your content. So, uh, did you have a question for Brandon? Well, I wanted to catch up. You know, I follow Brandon a lot on, uh, on Instagram. Uh, both of us follow each other and just wanted to get on here. And, uh, I, I told him in, earlier in a message that I was going to give him a, 
a tricky question. I can pick them up. But, uh, but no, I, I don't really have a tricky question. Uh, really, uh, I wanted to say, you know, uh, what advice would you give a, um, you know, one of those people that are on the sidelines, you know, that are watching the, the pros, that are watching the influencers, that are watching the Instagrammers who they think, oh, man, them guys are always fishing. Them guys are always fishing. Uh, what advice would you give them for their excuse of, man, I wish I could fish more or I wish I could, um, I wish I could do what they do? Hey Jay, um, it's great to hear your voice, man. It's really, it's really, uh, it's really cool to 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 be here and to have the question. I, I appreciate it. I really do. My my advice is like you kind of have to be happy with your where you are now. If you want to be one of those people, then you have to be willing to invest the time and the energies into being those people. There's nothing wrong with being a bank fisherman who occasionally posts and, and has a very small circle versus um, a major league guy who, who travels all over the country and, and is basically, you know, doing this for a living. Um, but my, I have a lot of people that ask me a lot of times, like, um, you know, how do you grow or how do you get better? And really, I think you have to be adaptable. You have to have hard work. You have to understand your weaknesses and you have to address those. Uh, Ramon was on here asking when he's going to get a full to uh, full uh, YouTube video. And uh, and he knows that's my weakness. He knows that, you know, I really like short form content. I have a really hard time uh, making long content. And I think um, like Rick had said when he brought me on, you know, you have to be genuine. You have to be who you are. People can smell a fake from a mile away. You know, uh, emotions are real. Uh, who you are comes through in your content. And if it's not, then it's not going to do well. So um, I, I know you and I have exchanged messages a bunch of times and followed each other for a long time. But I, I know that uh, I enjoy uh, what you got going on. and But I think that you obviously can do whatever you put your mind to if you just put in the time and the hard work and you, and you, and you consume the things you need to consume to improve. Right on, right on. Man. Yeah. I, uh, I, I also enjoy Ramon. Uh, I like his content. Uh, follow him on, on Instagram and on YouTube. He's got some good stuff up there. Um, but yeah, no, I agree with you 100% on being the genuine. Um, and that's, that's what I try to do. Uh, I know sometimes it looks like I'm, playing around and being goofy, but uh, honestly, that's just who I am, goofing around and being goofy. And sometimes I catch fish and a whole lot more times I've skunk out. And I, um, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't sugarcoat that. I go out there and if I skunk out, I skunk out and I let people know, Hey man, I skunk out. I've fished for 13 hours a day and I couldn't buy a bite if they were just selling on the bank right there. Um, and that's just how it happens sometimes. But no, I agree with you now. And, uh, Again, love your stuff. Uh, wanted to say thank you for your service and thank you for what you do with the uh, with the fishing community. Um, and Rick, also, man, thanks for the, uh, the all the monster bass stuff, dude. I love it. I love the product. I've, I've been with monster bass now for what two years now. Yeah. Uh, love the product. Love love the guys and the and the girls that are behind the product. Thank you. Your customer service. I will always rave about it because 
you guys take care of me just about every single time. I, I have no complaints over here. Um, but, uh, yep, that's all I wanted to do. Uh, and say I will free up the phone line for someone else who wants to uh, get on and talk to Brandon here. Hey, I really appreciate you taking the time to say all that. It means a lot to me. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. See you, buddy. All right, guys. See you all later. All right. All right. Let's, uh, All right, let's take another call. Go ahead, caller. Where are you from and what's your PB? Hey, this is Rick and Ralph, Army Outdoors. Master Sergeant. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, that paycheck hit this, this, this week, so that, that felt really good. Ooh, good work. Not as much as the good major there, but. <laughs> well the flight pay has its bonuses i'm sure hey we just got a raise we all did which is good so oh yeah i, I, I felt that one too yeah it was nice and i get another one in july when i hit 23 years or 22 years what's an 88 november is that a is that uh like a hemet Driver, what is that? No, transportation, transportation coordinator. Okay, okay. Oh, that's what that means. Uh, yeah, that's that's his MOS. Yeah, that's my. That's my yeah, transportation management coordinator. So I, long story short, I help coordinate and move people and things by multiple modes of transportation. One of the hardest things to move is helicopters. Well, I did that in Iraq, but I was the helicopter transportation coordinator also known as the air mission uh cell coordinator oh so yeah i we were in afghanistan at the same time you were you were down in helmand i was in uh, i'm sorry i think it was late you were down in helmand in 2012 i was in Ghazni up at uh Bagram and down in Ghazni province yep yeah my uh my actually my boss and my uh former battalion was the apache unit supported that area that you were in in uh, 12 13 so uh, task force reaper that's right i'm all ears i'm all ears ralph there, there was some there were some some scary takeoff landings uh i almost fell out of the very first helicopter that i flew in because we started taking fire in the air force mh-53 cave low and we took fire off of the Euphrates River in Iraq. And uh, the pilot pulled up and banked so that the minigun on the left side of the aircraft could engage where the fire was coming from. And I was thrown from one side of the helicopter to the other. And But for the fact that I had a hook hooked to my body armor that was then hooked into the floor, that's what kept me from flying out the back of the helicopter. And I actually still have that hook. To this day, hanging on my wall right by my bedroom. Wow. Yeah, we do some wild stuff, man. Yeah, it's like a little wild. I mean, I, <laughs> if you ask anybody who's done a deployment that, you know, that's, that's like those Afghanistan deployments, there's always some crazy story like that. Crazy. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah, I was. <laughs> And then I got to sit on the ramp and 
you know, flying over and looking down and stuff. And it just, yeah. It was fun times. I've, I've gotten to fly a lot on helicopters and, uh, and Air Force cargo planes is when I'm coordinating to move all that cargo and equipment. A lot of times I have to accompany it. So I've logged many, 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 many flight hours. <laughs> I bet. But enjoy my job. I get to do it all. Probably, probably working flights is the most fun. And then my next favorite mode is rail because I'm like a kid in a candy store and I've actually got to drive a couple of army train engines. And yeah, that's, Every little boy's dream. I want to drive a train engine. Well, I absolutely loved it. <laughs> hey, Ralph, did you, uh, did you, did you, were you, have you fished your, like your entire life or is this something that you picked up later on in life? I picked up later on in life at Fort Bragg in 2012. Um, actually after, uh, the deployment to Afghanistan, I came back and my buddies I had befriended that um, worked in a or intel section or S2 section. One was from Georgia, one was from Florida, and they liked to go fishing. And we would just go out there and they would fish and hang out and drink beer. And and uh, I caught a, uh, they tried to keep me, so they bought me a cane hole. And I caught my first bass, a five-pound bass behind the airfield on Fort Bragg on a cane pole and an earthworm. Wait, wait a minute. Your, your, your first bass was a five pounder? Yeah, it was about five. I can send you a picture. It, it, I didn't have a scale, but based on the one that I did catch last year and that one, it, it's probably between four and five. And I've shown the picture to a few people, and they were, they were like, yeah, that's, that's, it was a big one. Wow. I have to dig through my phone, but I think I got the picture saved somewhere. But it was, we had it on a cane pole. And I remember I was hooking it, hooking the worm up, and my buddy Ryan was like, "Oh no, you don't need the whole worm. Just pinch it in half and only use half of it." And I was like, "No, I don't want to hurt it." As I'm jabbing <laughs> a hook through it, <laughs> and I flung it out into the lake. I propped it up against a tree. I turned around to grab my beer off my truck bed, and Ryan's wife was like, "Ralph, you got a fish! You got a fish!" And I ran over and grabbed it, and I went to reach for the non-existent fishing reel realized that wasn't there so i turned around and just ran up a ramp and dragged it up the boat ramp it was like oh this is what fishing is all about and it just kind of caught on from there up until that point i just thought it was boring and sit out there with a worm and a bobber and then when i went to korea where i couldn't bass fish right after i turned 28 then i just that's how i started with youtube so i was following all the a lot of the, the old school youtubers back then and just virtually fishing by watching them and i came back and was like yep this is the hobby i want amazing solid well here we are all right second boat and too many rods to count <laughs> well uh ralph do you uh do you have a uh, any kind of specific question for brandon uh i was thinking of something i was going to say i want to give a shout out because i know i appreciate this too uh, so I'm at Fort Knox and the army has a marketing battalion here and it includes the army outdoors team. And one of the guys on that team, Master Sergeant Watkins, um, actually just qualified to fish the NTFL and he'll be fishing that this year in 2023. Hmm, it's amazing. Congrats. Yeah. So I got to, yeah, I got to give him a, a big shout out, but they get, yeah, they, they have a brand new, $80,000 Nitro V21 over there. It's amazing. <laughs> why don't we, uh, why don't we bring him on the show and we can, uh, get him some, you know, shed a little light on what he's doing. 
I was actually going to ask you about that, and so I'm glad you brought it up. And then I will ask him tonight or tomorrow when I see him. Yeah, uh, go for it. Yeah, it's just, yeah, I know he just has to make sure that he can do it just through the legal things. Cause, you sure. know, we're all in uniform and now he's sponsored and a whole bunch of other stuff. But I don't think it'll be a problem. But yeah. I'll hit him up and let you know what he's going to message. Yeah, for sure. And remember, I'm G14, so classified or not, I'm good. <laughs> so. All right, Ralph, thanks for calling in, man. No, thank you. You guys have a good night. And I'll keep you listening. I'm sure it's going to be a great show. All right, thank you. Nice to meet you. All right, later. Love. See ya. Oh. Don't worry about it. Ralph, Ralph, I'm sorry, bro. I don't know what you're saying at the end. My apologies. Put it in the chat. Yeah, put it in the chat. And uh, Marty Lawson says, smash that thumbs up, folks. Yeah, do me a favor. Somebody hit the like button because... I'm, what do we got? 16 likes. Not very much. All right, so so Brandon, when you're out fishing, do you have like a go-to, like a go-to technique or something that you just feel super confident with? Yeah, I, I fish a jig almost exclusively every trip. I'm going to throw a jig. It's going to happen. And that's crazy because, you know, when you first start, a jig is very intimidating. But, but. I don't know. I mean, my PB was caught on a jig. I've probably caught the most fish I've ever caught on a jig. I think a jig is very versatile. It's an all year round bait. I think, you know, you kind of figure out what you like and you feel comfortable with. I feel very comfortable skipping a jig, you know, casting a jig. I've got the rods that, you know, so yeah, I mean, a jig is probably the number one thing. And then if I was going to go like number two, it would be a, uh, like the Spro RK or something like that. Mm. So uh, when we're talking jigs, are you throwing a, a – which one of these two are you going to throw first? I'm throwing the Hack Attack jig, yeah, for sure. All right, um, so both of these were baits were in the, in the box this month because as you guys know, right, it's Strike King Takeover. We've been hiding underneath the rock. What – uh. What are you pair, what are you pairing with this? Um, I like a so it's crazy is I just signed with a new company and I've been throwing a lot of um, ring cross with my with my jigs, which is a pretty good uh, crocagator uh, bait. Mm. Uh, I also like the Strike King slash Rage Tail uh, Rage Menace grub, which is great for this time of year because it's kind of got a little less action than mm -hmm. a lot of. Uh, a lot of the chunks and the the baits so i actually started um my first kind of mentor in fishing was always fishing a, a rage tail uh, menace scrub and then uh, i think that is probably one of the best you know jig trailers you can you can throw mm. what uh so tell 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 us a little bit about crocagator so this is a new sponsor yeah they're a missouri-based company um, they have a couple, they have four guys at the MLF Invitational this weekend at Okeechobee. They're, uh, basically under new ownership. Her name's Joey yeah. and it's a female owner of a bait company. She, uh, it's amazing. she's a go-getter, you know, she's, she's definitely not one of these people that's gonna let you guess on what she wants, but 
what I appreciate is positive communication between myself and whoever I work with. I want to be able to know what they expect. I, I think it's probably the pilot in me where there's a checklist and you, you check <laughs> those boxes off. Um, and I, I've really enjoyed it so far. You know, they, they don't sell everything, but they sell a lot of things. They sell jigs, they sell shaky heads, they sell plastics. They're coming out with some new baits, worms. They work with a company called H2 Design Company, and they're going to let us design our own baits, which is kind of cool. Uh, they don't have any hard baits, but um, but there's a guy named Chad Davison who's a, a good friend of mine who just won uh, my kind of my kayak trail angler of the year. Uh, and he just won the big bass bash, $10,000 bass on a, on a head knocker buzzbait from Crocker Gator. So he's mm. the buzzbait they came out with is kind of unique. It has a, it's a head knocker buzzbait. So it's basically, you know, creates the mm. blade that knocks the head. And then they have this thing called an X toad, which has a built-in trailer hook holder in it. And then it has longer legs. So it doesn't get caught up in the trailer hook. And it is a deadly, um, deadly, deadly, deadly uh, buzzbait. Caught my huh. sixth biggest fish this year on that buzzbait. So wow. it's a it's a money buzzbait. So that's why I signed up with Crocagator. I was already throwing their stuff anyway. So I think that's one of the best parts about partnering with companies that you throw already is that you change nothing. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's ideally for, from a brand perspective, you know, I'm always amazed when someone someone hits me up and they're like, hey, will you sponsor me? And I'm like, all right. I'm like, so, you know, what do you think of the products? And they're like, well, I haven't actually thrown them before. And I'm like, well, then why why do you want why do you want me to sponsor you? Like, if you don't even know yeah. about the products, like, why would you do that? Like, it just doesn't make much sense, but it's well, right. I think I think a lot of times, and I tell people this all the time, I think a lot of times with sponsorships, it's it's one of those things that it evolves. Mm -hmm. and you kind of learn and you know i had to learn kind of i told you i started fishing not too long ago but my page kind of blew up quick and so i've basically spent the whole time catching up in the fishing industry to what the expectation is on the page so you know i had to learn about sponsorships and relationships and what was appropriate and you know like i haven't used i haven't been using Daiwa for 20 years so you know like um, you know, I'm very open to a lot of things because I, I don't have that, you know, that kind of ingrainedness mm -hmm. that a lot of people have. So uh, it's been really kind of cool to, to kind of see everything with like fresh open eyes. If sure. You yeah. I think there's a lot of us out there that throw rattle traps because our dad always threw a rattle trap and he handed you the rattle trap and said, here, throw this. And so you're like, of course I throw rattle traps. That's my brand. And like driving yes. a Ford because your father drove a Ford, you know, it's the same thing. So I, I can totally appreciate the whole, you know, fresh set of eyes looking at things. It's, it's definitely probably benefits you in a lot of ways. It does. Cause I don't have a bias, you know, like, but it also hurts me cause I don't have all the experience that some people have. So I think it's a wash, but you know, I've been fishing my whole life. I've just never been seriously fishing. Mm -hmm. You know, I've done the, kind of things like Jay was talking about, you know, we, we had a lake, uh, we had a cabin at Lake of the Ozarks. Uh, we would, we would get a thing of crawdads on the way down. We would put hooks into the tails and, and, uh, we'd put bricks on the poles and we'd set them out overnight and we'd see what we caught in the morning. I mean, that was the level of fishing that I really was doing. Sure. So, 
it kind of changed when I was a little older. We moved to a place called Lake Mikey, which is in Jefferson City area in Missouri. And I had a guy I worked with that was really serious in the fishing. And he taught me how to fish with a Carolina rig. And, you know, at that point I had gotten serious and then that fell off, you know, so I think a lot of people kind of found fishing again around COVID, which is kind of interesting. Yeah. Uh, I, I would say I was one of those people. I mean, I, 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 a lot of times people probably think like COVID fishermen are posers, like they just showed up and then like COVID's over. So they're done. Kayaks were selling by the millions after mm-hmm. COVID. But, uh, but I had really uh, been, I, I'd really been into like CrossFit and some other things and my body was breaking down with that stuff and I needed something to kind of exercise those energies. And so fishing was really something that I, I fell in love with and it, it feeds a lot of the things that, that make me happy, you know, organization and discipline and, you know, the things the army teaches you to do. So, yeah. I've actually never reached out to a company to ask for a sponsorship. Um, I don't know. I kind of think like the companies identify what they like more. So I think it's more of a natural relationship or natural fit. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I mean, what do you think? Um, I think if the company's clear on what they're looking for, then they should go out and and seek what they're, what, what they desire. Um, but I think that, uh, I mean, I think about the, the number of people that I've reached out to in my day who I was like their very first. Like, I mean, there's some really big guys like Andrew Flair. Or I remember the day I called Rob Turkla. He's some kid. He had like, I don't know, 5,000 subscribers. And uh, I was like, why don't I send you a box and, and see if you like it? And, and um, you know... Maybe we can make some content together. So like, I think it goes both ways. I think that there are people that are out there today that like, I think more and more people are reaching out, but I think what they're, what the problem is, is that now everybody, people are starting to inflate their values so much and they don't know whether they can deliver product or not. And the and the interesting thing is, right, when you think about the way that the cookies work and, and, and you paying people, like you and I could both have a, a tackle warehouse cookie and and so could Jared and Ralph and Rafi and, and, and Jared, you know, everyone else. And it just so happens that you clicked mine last, right? And so I took the credit for the sale. So I think that I think that people have to be really careful about like what they really think they can do until they actually know what they can do. I mean, I've seen a lot of guys that like, they want to move their own merchandise and you know, they'll call me up and they'll be like, you know, I spent X number of dollars on my own merchandise cause they didn't do it on demand. So they bought it all and now they're stuck sitting on it cause they, you know, they, they thought because they had 10,000 subscribers that they could sell 500 t-shirts. So I think for people it's, 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 it's really just you got to just stick to who you are. And then if you feel like there's a brand that's authentic, that that really appeals to you, I think then you reach out and it, but it's got to be more about what here's what I can do for you as opposed to what can you do for me? Because that that to me is always the struggle. Like, hey, send me some free stuff and I'll do this. It's like, come on. 
Well, from the from the non-company perspective, I agree with you 100%. I, I actually worked with a company and they were like, hey, do you want gift cards? Do you want this or whatever? And I just said like, like, why don't we just try, like, why don't I do a few things for you and you see if it's kind of a good fit, you know? Uh, I, Cause I don't feel confident. I know this is probably like, we, you know, a lot of people probably are gonna be like cringing when I say this, but like, sometimes I don't feel confident or I don't want to feel like I'm selling something to somebody. Like, I just want it to be natural. Like, I wanna like what you give me. I wanna use it in tournaments and when i'm fishing for the big fish and i want to you know like i don't want to have to fake it and so yeah you know i've told people like hey like that hack attack jig i i caught my first pb on a bitsy bug mm-hmm. uh, a five and a half pound bass on a on a tiny little finesse jig from strike king so i mean like i, I just I, I feel you, I understand what you're saying and I have empathy for that position because I, I want to be able to deliver or make the relationship fair. I'm a people pleaser. I'm very big into pleasing, you know, people and, and I want to feel like, you know, I want to make people happy by agreeing to partnering with them, but I also don't want to partner with somebody and then feel like I'm cutting them short or I'm not giving them what they need. So I always tell companies it, it just like what, whatever you want has to meet the level of expectation from me. If you don't care when I post or how much I post, or if I, you know, like if I use your product once a month or once a year, then, you know, I, I'm not really asking for anything other than, you know, the product sure. to use it, you know, sure. but if somebody wants specific, you know, like laid out, you're only using this content, you know, that's obviously going to take more commitment from them and vice versa. Yep. For sure. For sure. Well, uh, what do you say we take another caller? This caller has been waiting 23 minutes. <laughs> Let's do it. All right. All right. Hold on caller before you even say who you are. All right. Golden ticket times. You guys know this. Your, your box has an individually numbered golden ticket. If I call out your number, email me at marketing at monsterbass.com. We'll put together, now that I'm back in town, we'll put together a, a care package, send it off to you. And, uh, and you can help me clean out my garage. All right. First number is 08778 09399 and 10022. What's up, caller? Not much. How you guys doing? It's T Rex with a personal of 7.9 on a largemouth bass. How you wow. doing, Brandon? Thank you for your service. Hey. Thank you, sir. What's up, T-Rex? Oh, not much. Just uh, getting all my stuff ready for that one bass open in Arizona uh, the, between the 20th and the 25th. Nice. So I'm just getting everything ready to go, all new line, greasing up the reels and piping down the monster bass holes and getting things ready to go. Before I do go too much further, I have to ask, Brandon, have you ever taken your fishing pole Onto the helicopter, put it in hover mode and fish. <laughs> I have not, and and I'll be honest with you, I have. With that last, you, you thought about it. Oh yeah, no. So like, my wife gets pissed at me because we'll drive down the road and I'll be like, "That looks like a really good lake to fish," or like, "That looks like a really good pond to fish." And so, 
think of that only from you know three thousand feet i see every pond every lake every river you know and i'm just like i'm like man okay this is target store okay this is target store okay yep i got the grid coordinates to this place so i have i wish man i wish before you retire you have to do it at least once and then wait and post a video after you retire <laughs> that's a great idea i think my retirement flight i think i'll do that wow t-rex that would be epic that's a great I, I also went over and uh and did a uh, follow on your youtube channel uh you're getting Thank close you. to that magical number so i encourage everybody to go over and and uh, like on his uh, or subscribe on his YouTube channel, help him out a little bit. What's the magic number? One thousand. We're one thousand. Yeah, we're very close to a yep. thousand. Yeah, that's the magic He's number. That's what So, thank you, T Rex. Well, that's I like the first it. big one because they said, well, "Once you get a thousand, they said it goes up pretty quick after that until you get to almost ten. So right. at least that's the rumor." So, hey, if you follow me or anybody else has followed me on this live and like just message me, like say hi or something and I'll follow you back. Like, you know, I just I I really love supporting people. I just you know, you never know who's just going to be a ghost follower and who's not. But if you see this and you want to follow back, just shoot me a message and I'll follow you back. So. Yeah, I, I followed you as soon as you come on the show. And I seen your your name for your YouTube channel. I went and gave you a follow, and I was trying to to look at a couple of the videos, but it's kind of hard to watch the show, be on hold, and do everything at the same time. I appreciate it, man. Thank you. So how many years? You, how many more years are you planning in on staying in? Well, it, it really so the fishing was going to be the five year plan. And I know you probably know that from me that I always have to have a plan or a goal. And, uh, and so I'm in year two of the five-year plan. So I had, I had wanted to retire at, uh, 2026, but, uh, I am very close to Lieutenant Colonel. So it will be three years from, uh, Lieutenant Colonel. And whenever that's done, then, then I'm, I'm going to call Rick and say, Hey, do you need some Need some help at Monster Bass? I know a guy. <laughs> G14. That's right. I love it. <laughs> I think you get that with Lieutenant Colonel. I think it's part of the care package. That's right. Hey, T-Rex, what part of Arizona are you from? Uh, I'm actually in California. I'm about three hours from Rick. Uh, I decided not to fish local tournaments anymore and try to step up my... Uh, my game a little bit. I'm fishing the one bass opens. There's four of them. Uh, one in Arizona, one in Nevada, and two here in California. They're what they are is pro-ams. So you fish three days with a pro. Nice. You know who you're fishing with? No, you know, I'm not getting any younger, so I'm not getting any younger, so you gotta fish when you can and, and, and step up when you can try, so since I got that sugar mama, it's uh, paying the bill for me. <laughs> Being my wife, who's a nurse by kitchen. <laughs> that hey and man, I've got pretty much everything all, I own paid off. So. We could all go at any time. 
Anytime. Oh yeah. You, love you got to. You got Oh yeah. You got to enjoy it. And I love helping out and I've hit Rick up several times for, for stuff. Uh, I'm actually the local tournaments. I usually fishing around here. I'm actually helping them with their kids tournament. And Rick gave us a very generous donation um, for the kids. So when we have our end of the year, big tournament for the kids. We'll have enough stuff to give every kid a couple of, of lures there's going to be poles i mean rick sent me home with a whole carload of stuff for these kids and everybody's so excited already we even have kids that are wanting to join that heard about it happy to help man happy to help hey just on that note I, rick i know not to pat you on the back here but like yeah. it's very rare that you find somebody that says they want to help people kids veterans and they actually do help people, kids and veterans. Now I'm not saying it's like not everybody is not helping, but the level and the platform in which you have and you're doing that is one of the reasons why I'm very appreciative of what you're doing for those those kids and the vets that you're that you're helping. So thank you. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Sorry, go ahead. My bad. You got anything oh, else? No, you're good. You got anything else, T Rex? Um, no, no, just uh, first week back to work after being in New Orleans. So yeah, it's been a long week, and I still got two more days to go. <laughs> well, hopefully, you hit some gas station casinos um, and win some more money. Yeah, well, you know, when they're nice and pay for my vacation, that's always nice. So, all right, well, I'll let you guys go because I'm sure you got some more callers, and we don't want to keep Brandon on the line all night long. So, um, y'all have a good day, and uh, let's go, Eagles. All right, T Rex, we'll see you later. Thank you. I appreciate the follow, and everybody on the on the text too. Thank you. All right, let's see. We're going to Pine Bluff, Arkansas. Go ahead, caller. Where are you from? Oh, I already know where you're from. What's your PB? <laughs> hey, this is John Bornell. What's going on, Rick? What's going on, man? How are you? Man, I'm great. I'm great. I was going to touch base. Uh, Brandon, first of all, thank you for serving our country. Thank you for the support, John. Appreciate it. But I also want to touch on something also about kids. Okay. I will tell you, you wouldn't realize how many kids are watching your channel and look up to you. Me? Yeah, you bring it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, me. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Thank you. I, I uh... and I'm, and I'll tell you one of the one of the best things that I saw, uh, my son showed me, was when you were, uh, I believe it was Lake Mit, um, Lake Mitchell at the dam, and you had a backlash. Because it shows that even people that fish still get backlashes when they're learning. It was just a, uh, I was just going to touch on that because a lot of people don't get to see that, especially kids is, is that we all deal with those backlashes. Uh, but to see it on video, it was like, my son was like, see, I'm not the only one. 
so what I appreciate that and that th thank you uh, for pointing that out my that's funny because like a lot of the stuff that you guys are seeing if anybody has followed me for this amount of time is that you've basically seen the evolution of somebody who knows absolutely nothing to somebody who still knows absolutely nothing <laughs> but but uh, yeah. you know but I I think like kind of like Rick was saying it just has to be relatable and nobody goes out there and doesn't backlash and nobody goes out there and catches fish every trip. Sure. And, and, uh, and if I can help in some way to inspire, uh, I always tell people I wanted like three things. I wanted to be able to inspire people. I wanted to be able to inform people or want to be able to entertain people. And if I can accomplish one of those three things in each post, then I feel like I'm doing a good job. And it's, a lot of times, like we all start these things for other people to relate, to, to connect, you know, and please encourage him to, to comment anytime he wants to. And, and we can, we can chat, have a dialogue or whatever on whatever he's yeah. having problems with. And I can tell him how I've oh, yeah. lost more lures than I know what to, hey, what to count. Yeah. He's on my phone all the time looking at YouTube and, and it's, and it's great to see him, you know, recognize that even though he's making mistakes, he's learning. And also you were learning at the same deal. And it, it shows that it's not, he's not alone on his backlashes. And I'm not the only father trying to get those, fix those backlashes either. <laughs> well, hey, get on you for taking him fishing, man. You know, kids need, you know, I was told, I had this colonel ask me one time if I wanted to deploy and I said, no. And he said, I said, I'll go. But I mean, if you're asking me if I'm volunteering, uh, and this was recently, I said, if you're asking me if I'm volunteering to go, you know, and this was a Kuwait mission I, and I'd already gone two times. I was like, you know, I'm, I'll go if you want, but I, I'm not going to like ask to go. And he wanted to know why. And I said, well, my daughter needs a dad, you know, like if, if and I'm a patriot, you know, like if I if if I'm needed, I'll go I, I, without qualm. But you know, kids need parents and they need structure. And if if I'm going to go over there and like gym tan laundry in Kuwait for a year, you know, I think that's less valuable for my daughter than me being here and being able to be a an example for her. So I think it's really great that you um, that you take your kid fishing and and you you can relate with him in that way. Oh, Rick, Rick could tell you a couple of stories about us, but uh, the, the, the great thing is, I want you to know is that, um, that you got kids following and, and we as parents can let our kids watch your content and have a good time because um, they're looking up to you, not only as a fisherman, but also as a service member. And that goes a long ways. Well, I will always keep that in mind and I appreciate you uh, letting me know that. So I, you know, I can keep that, you know, in the back of my head anytime I'm, I'm doing something. You kind of forget that on occasion. You yeah. kind of forget that. No, it's okay. No, it's, it's totally, I just want you to know that it just that one moment. He's like, see, he, he backlash too. I'm not the only one. It just showed that, um, just yeah, one little mistake. Yeah. You know, we all Cheers. do that. And it just shows that, oh, okay, you know? Mm -hmm. So, 
Uh, I'm gonna get out of here, Rick. But uh, right, and uh, Brandon, but thank you for your service and thank you for your channel, buddy. Thank you, sir. Appreciate you. Have a Thanks good a lot, one. man. All right. All right. Let's. Uh, I think we got. We didn't even talk about fishing products today. Uh, What's up, Monster Bat family? What's up, Rick? What's, What's going up, Brandon? What's this going is DC on? down in Washington, North Carolina. Not hey. DC. Not DC. <laughs> What's up, fellas? Another beautiful night down here. Right on. Uh, uh, yeah, I agree. It's fantastic. Feels like March, kind of. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's really nice. But uh hey Brandon, so you said you are enlisted still now? No, I was enlisted. I uh I enlisted as an E one, okay. I went up to okay. E six and then I went to OCS. Okay, okay. All right. What what do you do for uh work normally, like as a civilian? So I'm actually active guard reserve, so I wear a uniform every day. And, um, and I do that. I make an active duty paycheck. I got track hair. I do the whole thing. Nice. Nice. That's awesome. It's kind of a good deal. It's kind of like serving in some way. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. What happened? Did we lose Uh, it? Well, I don't know. Yeah. I'm not, not sure what happened. All right. Go ahead. Heard that. Heard that happen a couple of times on the calls tonight. Kind of like a blank, uh, just space for a minute. But anyways, I just wanted to call in for a weekly check in with y'all and just make my presence known. I love y'all. Love what you're doing. Waiting for us. Great can take over, boss. You already know where I posted a couple of videos for y'all and tag y'all in it this week and. Uh, Keep doing what you're doing. I appreciate what you guys got going on. I appreciate you coming on, Brandon, tonight and sharing your uh, personal business and story and stuff. Really appreciate your service. But I'll let you guys go and get someone else going. All right, man. I appreciate you. Thank you. Love y'all, guys. Have a great night. Take care. Good night. All right. Man. Let's, uh, what what do we got? 28 likes. I don't understand. I'm never, I'm never going to get, uh, I don't know why if, I mean, I have this conversation with my therapist all the time. Like I need a lot of likes to feel good about myself. Um, I get it. I get it. I know exactly how well a post is going to do just based off the number of likes. Yeah. Usually. Yeah. Let's see. And actually, people like pictures more than they like videos. Did you know that? They do? Yeah, they do. Except for the algorithm gets fed by the videos. Well, the algorithm is changing. It's always changing. It's always changing. I think it's changing back to more photos and carousels now. That's what they tell me. That's what the people tell me. Hey. It feels like that... If I'm Republican, that's a message from the Democrats, right? It's It's somebody, somebody spoon feeding you so that you all go do something different. 
and 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 then I reap the rewards. All right, where's uh? Never. Uh oh, we have a caller. You know, I just want to say something. Uh, Chauncey Cotton, you have called in now three times, and three times you have hung up on me, and you were the next caller, and literally right as I'm going to click, you're gone. I don't know what it is. Maybe you have something against maybe uh. He's got he's got my internet. Uh, I don't know. Let's see. All right, let's all take uh, a collective uh, collective deep breath here. <laughs> Go ahead, caller. Hello, hello, and hello. We always love when we get a guy on who guards the gate. Just know, guys, for the freedoms we have here in the USA, somebody's got to guard the gate. It's good to know we got somebody who's guarding the gate who has a fishing pole in his hand. Absolutely fantastic. <laughs> What's up, Mr. Gambit? That's it much, my man, just calling in. Uh, the Monster Bass VIP list t-shirt thing was cool this week. If you guys didn't tune in to Rick's uh, text, so you got to be on Rick's VIP list to get a, get that free t-shirt. You spend 20 bucks to get that free t-shirt for Monster Bass. So if Rick's going to do something special today, I'm putting it on Rick. He can do some special military discount right now if he wants. I'm going to leave it up to him. But, of course, I want to have for Brandon why Rick is thinking about that. Okay, my man, you got the best job in the world. You get to fly around the world and see lakes, and see fishing places, and take any type of gear with you, hopefully when you fly, hopefully you got the best mobile fishing pole that you can take and break down at any different time to fish, because that will be my thing. If I flew anywhere, I'd be looking at the water and go, okay, I got a few hours of relaxed time. I think I'm going to go fishing. Do you have that kit set up and ready to go at any time? Now, you're a military guy. you got to tell me if you got those mobile poles that you can put together and fish anywhere. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I have two of them. I have two travel poles, and then I have a travel bag, and it's loaded right now. If somebody said, hey, let's go fishing, I'm ready. All loaded up, rock and roll. And by the way. That's what I had a feeling, my man, so that's what I want to see. When you do retire, I want to see that dropping that drop shot somewhere from the helicopter and getting a fish it's going to be epic <laughs> that will be the thing i think everybody's going to see did you see the guy's retirement flight <laughs> i think i might break the internet if i do something like that well that's what i'm saying now tell me right now what's the, the most craziest place you've fished at since you've seen all the craziest places you can fish at now we know anytime the water collects somewhere and and, and holds this can be in there no matter what's in there. So tell me, what's the most weirdest place you drop the rod and reel and says, all right, I don't know what's in here, but where can I throw a rod, throw this rod in this water and see exactly if this line is going to, you know, something's going to tug on it. Where is the weirdest place you've done that? Arizona by far. Arizona is crazy. I, I feel like I dropped a line in like a concrete puddle and caught a five pounder. So yeah, I think Arizona is the one. But that sounds like you could do some tournaments, my man. I'm telling you, we're in California here. Waters are pressured. If you can get fish in Arizona, you can get fish anywhere. <laughs> I'm telling yeah. you, if you haven't flew around Arizona, if you've ever been to Lake Havasu, go down there if you can, man. Tell any of your buddies to fly around Lake Havasu doing Memorial Weekend or Labor Day Weekend. Oh, my God. When I tell you the fun stuff you see on that lake and that river, 
good God, it's some fun times. I've, good God. I've actually flown a helicopter over Lake Havasu on my way to Fort Irwin uh, twice. So I have seen the parties and it was in like June. So it was, I've seen it and it's crazy. It's even crazier from the sky, which is kind of cool. So yeah, Havasu is cool. I didn't love it. Wow, wow, wow. I am so jealous, my man. You've got to see it from the air. That's got to be the coolest thing. People don't realize how much fun this man has had over the last 23 years of protecting us and making sure we're safe, man, and having fun while he's doing it. Oh, man, that's special. What's crazy is they got like a really cool little river that runs into that lake, too, don't mm-hmm. they? They did. Yeah, that was the cool part was seeing that river that runs in there, too. Yeah. yeah. That's dope. So, uh, Mr. Gambit, uh, you had a question. Okay, man. What, what, what do we got, Rick? What are we going to do? What, what, no, what are we going to do about what? Well, if you're going to do something special, man, you know, this is just Thursday. You did something crazy Thursday. You did a discount last Thursday. I didn't see a discount in the email today. I figured maybe Rick's going to do something today. If you want, I'm going to leave it up to you. We know VIP is going to be coming out tomorrow, but if you got to do something special right now for the guys, let them know what you're going to do because you know they come here to ask, well, Mr. Gabbard, what are you going to ask Rick to give us today? So we're asking Rick, what are you going to give him today? <laughs> um, I'll be honest. I didn't really give it a lot of thought. I, I, I typed something up. I was sending something to all my one year subs or all my uh, annual subscribers because I was going to send them something uh, specific just to those guys, you know, because they do front so much. I feel like I want to give something special to those guys. And then I was trying to find ways that like I could do something on everyone's anniversary. And, and so I spent my day looking at that stuff. So I didn't really get around to it. So I think tomorrow what we'll focus on is just we're going to focus on some kind of a freebate Friday because as you guys know, you sign up for the VIP list. Every Friday I send you a code, you get a freebate. Um, last week I think what I did, and I apologize, some of you guys didn't get it. I sent out a code and just gave you guys $8 store credit to go pick out whatever you wanted. Um, I don't know. What should I do? Well, just go ahead and think about it, my man. We know we got until the weekend, so you did some even last Saturday. So keep it coming, man. It is that time of year. People are going to be throwing moving stuff. It's a great time to throw those moving dates as the water warms up. I know people are still dealing with the pasta honey feel, you know, talking about it's going to be cold for the next six weeks, but we're in California, man, and we don't have to deal with the cold like some of the other folks are doing. So we're appreciating that. Get those moving baits ready, guys. It's going to be fun to throw moving baits. All right. I'll try and find a moving bait for tomorrow and give it away. How's that? Okay, my man. That sounds good. I love you. Thank you for what you're doing, Brandon, man. We appreciate you, my brother. Absolutely. Woo! Take care, guys. Love you. Bye. Thank you, Mr. Gambit. That was fun. Yeah. I need you to, I you need should to. see the look on like Kevin Van Dam's face when he comes on and he start. he's not, you're like, who is this guy from the radio? He's like the best. He's the best pitch man. And I like uh, it. yeah, or Br- I think it was Brandon Polnick who just sat back and he was like, what, what, what just took place? It was pretty funny. Isn't it nuts? I'm sitting on the same show as Kevin Van Dam as Brandon Polnick. That is nuts to me. Yeah. But, hey, it's a party. Let's do yeah. it. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. Let's, let's, we should have them all on at once. <laughs> well, with this MLF thing, I'm going to get not- access to all of them. Yeah, four's a lot. Go ahead, caller. Where are you from and what's your PB? 
I am from Texas, and this is Fishing with Cotton, and my personal best is seven point two. Seven point two. What great. can we uh, What can we do there, uh, Fishing with Cotton, to uh, try and uh, up that up that number a little bit? Well, first thing, I would like to know where is those plastics, Rick? That may get my personal best this year. I'm working on it. I'm working with the on monster it. bass. Where is that monster bass plastics, man? I want I want to be the one of the first ones to use it in one of my tournaments, man. So I get my personal best in a tournament. That would be badass. And I'm working on yep, it. Yep, and I and I'll be displaying it. I know you will. I know you will. <laughs> All right, Chauncey. Listen, you got the that care package. My question to you. Wait. Oh, did you get my care pack? You you got my care package. Yes, I did. And that was that wasn't just a care package. That was a drop zone of a care package. That was like holy crap. <laughs> All right. So to tell the story to everyone, so Chauncey actually went to one to a uh, a big fishing tackle uh, shop in Texas. Had a conversation with the owner. And uh, the next thing you know, I'm on a conference call with Chauncey and the owner of the tackle shop, and they are not, they are the largest they are the largest uh, supplier of Strike King in Central Texas. Did I get that right? That is correct. And besides Bass Pro Shops. Besides Bass Pro Shops, and you walked in there, pitched him on Monster Bass, and now he's going to carry Monster Bass in the stores, and uh, and obviously I'm grateful and very appreciative of it and so you know you left him some samples so i figured the least i could do is send you some samples yeah that was definitely beyond samples i really appreciate it i appreciate you man i appreciate you you got any questions or stories for brandon oh yeah i got one i want actually i i actually want to ask him a question before i launch into my personal story uh, I actually just retired, Brandon, uh, from the guard here. 21 awesome. years. I just retired this past weekend. Yeah. Congrats. What's it like? yep. Oh, it feels amazing. I actually work on Fort Hood as a DOD civilian right now. But, uh, yeah, I absolutely want Wonderful. I love it. Freedom at last. You'll get there, buddy. <laughs> But uh, yeah, my uh, my question was, I think Mr. Gambit actually kind of stole it from me, but I was going to ask you, what's the most uh, exotic place that you fished? Uh, I fished Canyon Lake in Arizona, which was, um, it's basically a small mountain lake that you have to drive like two hours up Mount Lemmon to get to. And it's a purely trout stocked lake. And it's uh, phenomenal. Mm -hmm. It's uh, the most amazing place I've ever seen. So if you ever get a chance, pretty cool. And I and I did I did some training out at uh, Marana. That's that's where I did the the training. So that's how I ended up there. Nice, very nice. Uh, I got one more question before I tell you a little story. Uh, making your content. You know, I'm a, a content creator too. Um, 
what is your ultimate goal? You think like what what is what do you, the goal you're striving for? Do you want to teach or do you do it for yourself? I mean, what what do you do it for? Well, I think that's a question I I've kind of been hunting a little, but I think Rick and I touched on this when we talked last last time we talked, but um, I want to be able to use this platform to help other people. Um, the army has provided me and my family with more than we could ever, you know, have. So, um, it's kind of my goal to make, uh, make enough, you know, money sponsors, whatever to, to translate that to kids and vets, you know, and as far as like what I want to do in the future, I do want to start guiding, but I want to start being able to guide, uh, veterans for free and use the, uh, you know, the sponsorships, if you will, to kind of support that habit and, and help kids and help, you know, beginners. Um, I'm teaching a kayak class in the summer to a bunch of, uh, people in Kansas. I want to start doing more of that. I think, I think, you know, kayaking and boating and fishing is something that is very, um, um, kind of intimidating to new people and I have like a very type A personality. So I kind of dove into it, you know, head first, but I think maybe some people aren't, aren't that way. And so I just want to make it more comfortable for people to, to learn how to fish. I do fish tournaments. I'm not going to lie to you. I like to win. I'll, you know, I like trophies. Uh, uh, you know, I want to be good at that, but at the end of the day, like we only leave this earth, you know, at a set time and, and people only remember how you treat others. So, you know, I think your yep, legacy is correct. Your, kids, your kids, your family and, and, and how you've, how you've treated everybody that you've, you've met. I don't, I don't want people to go, yeah, Brandon was a selfish jerk. I want them to say like, yeah, he was a great guy who helped a lot of people. And, and you know, I think, you know, me, you, Grant, you know, the other vets in the chat and, that listen to us at all, but uh, I think we have good values that we got from the military, and and we actually try to use those skills that we got and try to put them to good use. You know, teaching and and observing and, and make things better. Um, but yeah, I think I think all of us have the same type of goal to to uh, make the community better and and pass on a legacy. That was definitely uh, some good stuff. That was a good answer. I, pr I appreciate that uh, that answer from that question, man. So, well, here's my here's my little story I wanted to tell you. Um, while I was in Iraq during my second deployment, um, you know, me being I, I grew up, you know, as a little kid fishing since I was six years old. But uh, when I was in Iraq during my second deployment, I was fiending so bad to go fishing. It drove me absolutely crazy because we're over there for a year, you know? And I'm just like, I, 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 first chance I see of water, I will like immediately want to go fish it. So we went to the capital there and went to, and I actually got to go to Saddam's palace. So when I went up to Saddam's palace, where Petraeus was uh, commanding out of, the, out of Baghdad there, 
while when I walked up to the palace, there was water surrounding the whole palace. So the palace was kind of like an island that you had to walk to on a walkway. Well, as soon as I seen that, I went to the nearest motor pool. And I was like, hey, what do you guys got around here uh, that looks like a fishing pole? And they're like, well, we got some sticks over there. I said, screw it. I'm going to use that stick. So I grabbed the stick. I got some 550 cord, right? And for you guys that don't know what 550 cord is, it's like it's like some thick rope. And I just pulled the gut out of it. It has multiple strings in it. So I pulled this 550 cord out. And I, t- I tied it to the stick. And I, and I got some stuff. I, I had like a leftover chicken nugget or something. So I threw it in there at Saddam's palace. So I'm fishing around his palace and I caught this carp and this thing, oh my gosh, uh, this thing was like 12 pounds, right? I pulled this thing out. I got a picture of it. I need to send it to you, Rick. Uh, But I got this picture of this carp that I caught at Saddam's palace. And, um, you know, when I got, I, I uh, got, when I get, got home from that deployment, I was sitting there watching TV and this documentary that came on about Saddam's son, right? Well, come to find out when this is kind of the gruesome part of the story, when his sons would kill people, they would chop them up and feed them to the carp there at the palace. So, I was like horrified that I caught this carp at Saddam's palace that supposedly these carp ate people. <laughs> so, yeah. But yeah, that's that little story that I went fishing at Saddam's palace. So Just a little story. <laughs> that's the most exotic place. Wow. Uh, <laughs> I, th- I think you got me beat. I definitely think you got me beat. Yeah. Uh, Ralph said that he... Uh... That was... Ralph said he fished the same exact pond. He said it was more like a moat. <laughs> but yeah, that's the most exotic place I fished was Saddam's Palace. <laughs> hey, man, I appreciate your service for real. Thank you. Uh, I appreciate you. I mean, if if you if it wasn't for guys like you out in the the battlefield, come in and pick up guys like me. No, I was 11 Bravo infantry uh, my whole time out there. But, yeah, you saved lives. That's what mattered the most. Yeah, we tried. All right, Chauncey. Well, listen. Well, thanks for having me on. I appreciate you guys. Thanks, Rick. Yeah, I appreciate you, man. Talk to you later. All right. Well, I'm out. All right. Yep. See you guys. Bye. Bye. Wow. We just went from kid friendly to uh, death by carp. Carp, yeah, carp fishing. (laughs) They had a golf driving range there too. It's Saddam's Palace. Oh yeah. I have. Let me see. I got a couple things from the palace actually sitting over there. I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about that. I probably shouldn't talk about what I've got and how I got it. So uh, we'll just leave it at the uh, fishing at the palace. Um, Let's see. 
We got one call left. I bet he's got some good questions. I've got good questions for him. So Brandon, we have uh, we always end the show with this caller, and uh, he's called he's called ninety three times. Oh, it's about to be ninety three, ninety three because he's done ninety three. Let's uh, the delay in the call is horrible tonight. Really? Yeah, it's it's uh, Jared's fault. Ralph, I apologize. You know, anything that goes wrong, it's not my fault. I'm perfect. I mean, I'm the talent. Jared. Exactly. Blame Jared. Duh. <laughs> All right. Let's, uh, let's go to our last call here. Hello, sir. Hello. What's going on, guys? He doesn't Say know who you are. Hello, can you guys hear me? Yeah, you want to introduce yourself to our guest? Hello, uh, my name is uh, Brendan Brown. I like fish, and I like fishing and bait and bait making. <laughs> and your channel is? Uh, Brown Bait Co. Did, we yep. have, did you officially get rid of fish in the and, southeast? Uh, yeah, I think I did pretty much. I uh, Number one, it was kind of weird on the searching, like, the whole YouTube algorithm, and then also I'm switching the channel to bait making, like completely. So, mm. you know, I just thought I'd make that move because I mean, I was it was just too general. Like, there's too many like people doing unboxings and fishing videos and how tos. So I thought I'd just move myself to just completely bait making, like wood baits, resin baits, silicone baits, plastic, <laughs> whatever that kind of thing, painting videos, <laughs> all that stuff. You do some pretty good so, stuff. Yeah, I just that's what I kind of switch it to. What? I just said you do some pretty cool stuff. I just subscribed. Oh, well, thank you, sir. Thank you so much. And uh, thank you for your service as well. And uh, I do have a question for you. What is your favorite uh, state to fish in? Like, out of any of the states that you've ever fished, what is your favorite state to fish in and why? Pennsylvania. And uh... Really? Yeah, so the Susquehanna has the most amazing um, smallmouth bass fishing I've ever experienced. Um, I caught my personal best smallmouth bass in Pennsylvania, and uh, they have these like amazing little streams everywhere. They give you a map where you just like kind of like can pick whichever little streams you want to go to and wade and catch uh, beautiful, beautiful trout. It's just a very like... It's, I, I mean, I love mm -hmm. Missouri. I mean, but, you know, um, I don't know. I, I, if you've ever fished the Susquehanna, it's a really wide lake and it's really thin. And it just, like, I fished uh -huh. it for five minutes and caught a 20 inch smallmouth. So it's really hard to, like, it's really hard wow. to beat that. You know? So, yeah, that's, that's insane. That sounds kind of like the St. Lawrence on, like, the size of the smallmouth. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, I um, I fished it last year around uh, March. So if you look at my page at all, you see around mm -hmm. March, you'll see a lot of like big smallies from there. So it was it was a great time. Okay. So how do you like to target a lake like that? Are you like are you specifically going for smallmouth most of the time when you fish there, or are you going for largemouth, smallmouth, and do they have spotted bass there that you like to target? I only saw smallmouth and. Um, 
I targeted them with tubes, neds, and uh, rock crawlers, RK50s. And that was all I needed. Okay. Or actually, I caught a couple on the <laughs> on the ET6 Demon um, color mm -hmm. from uh, Rapala. So okay. that was okay. also good. It's a really shallow well, river. I've, so. I've never. I... <laughs> okay. I mean, I've never fished a tube. I'm going to be honest with you guys. I've never fished a tube. I own one pack of them. What is a certain rig that you'd recommend for fishing a tube for someone that's never fished a tube? Yeah, it's like the only thing I've ever done with it, I've probably fished it like twice in some grass. That's it. <laughs> well, a tube Texas rigged in the summer is an awesome bait uh, around wood for big largemouth here anyway. So uh, I like a Texas mm -hmm. rig tube in the summer and target uh, wood. And then... Uh, you can buy a, a tube jig, well, a tube jig head, mm -hmm. and fish it just like you'd fish a Ned rig uh -huh. or a regular jig uh, on spinning tackle. Is how I also okay. fished it. So, but the the Texas rig tube has got some really unique ways to to fish it. But basically, like I like to run the the hook through both sides of the tube and let it come out on the other side instead of like leaving it in the middle. So. Um, but I've caught uh, pretty good bass. My buddy just got like a six and a half pounder on a tube, and, uh, and not to push crocogator, but they make pretty good tubes. So if you if you like tubes, crocogator makes some good ones. Yeah. So. Very cool. Uh, Tim Horsmani actually had a live stream of uh, interviewing crocogator baits, which is pretty cool. They had some cool stuff. I looked at their their website. Pretty neat baits for sure. I think that that company is going to be, um, I think it's on the upcoming, like the come up, you know, I, I, I don't, again, you know, me, I'm kind of new to this whole industry thing, but, uh, but they're going to be at ICAST mm -hmm. and, and they're going to do some of that stuff. So that should be kind of interesting as well. No, nice. Joey is, Joey is well, a fire awesome. She'll, she'll be after it for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. All right. Well, I'm not going to take you guys' uh, time anymore, and uh, I will talk with you uh, later. Thank, Thank you, Mr. You guys. Brown. Uh, hey, uh, uh, Brendan. Yes. What uh, What did Mom make for dinner? You know, uh, we did not make anything for dinner. It was kind of leftover night, so I made myself a sandwich again <laughs> last night or last week. The same same day, Thursday, I had a sandwich. So. You know, I think there's nothing wrong with a good sandwich for sure. It was a, uh, it was a bunch of chicken, some monster cheese, and uh, put some like uh, mustard on it, some hot sauce, and some bacon on to go inside of it. So that was a pretty good dinner for sure. I love sandwiches to be honest. <laughs> uh, we we know that we had lots food. of talks about your sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then tonight, later tonight, we'll have. Uh, ice cream brownie. so you make your own ice cream sure. does your mom make the ice cream or what sometimes it just depends on the like the occasion sometimes she wants to make you know oreo or vanilla or strawberry ice cream and she'll either make it or uh, she'll buy it you know usually she makes it like four or five times a year so not very often but it's definitely really really good especially when we have fresh strawberries 
because there's like a place about six miles from our house where we go and pick them fresh. They're absolutely amazing. All right, now I'm hungry. So uh, thanks for sharing. <laughs> yep. So, yeah, it's a very, very good food down here for the most part. All right, Brandon. <laughs> we'll talk to you later, man. Yep. All right. All see right. Later. See you guys. Thank you. All right. How many likes are we up? How, how many subscribers do you have on your channel yet? Oh, yeah, I can look. Yeah, let's do. Let's find out. Are we at a thousand? We're at 970. 970. Okay. There's 30 people on here that haven't subscribed to his channel. I need you to go do it for me right now. There's, let's, there's, uh, we're up like 20 at least from this, from this situation. All right. If you're watching this on the, uh, On the restream, I need you to do me a favor. I don't care if it's a <laughs> Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I don't care if it's 36 days from now. I need you to go and hit the go and hit the subscribe button. Go subscribe to his channel. Watch some great content. Well, I'll learn a thing or two along the way. Um, including me. Yeah. Including me. Yeah. <sighs> well, uh, well, listen. Uh, I really thank you for coming on the show. I know we didn't talk. We may not have talked a lot about fishing, but uh, I think we had some good conversations and uh, I'm really glad that you agreed to come on and be a part of it and uh, and share your, share your stories and yourself with, uh, with the community. Really appreciate it. I'm incredibly honored. So, listen, I'll, uh, I'll get you back to your family so that, because uh, it's well, nine o'clock in the East Coast. You're not in the East Coast though, you're in Central, right? You're in Central. <laughs> I am on Central Time. Yes, it might be bedtime soon for the for the for your daughter. I need to get a microphone like that. That's what I need. That's next on my list. You can have mine. You can have mine. I'm breaking Jared's heart right now. Jared's like when he was like he's like, oh, I got you the same microphone that Joe Rogan uses. I'm like, I don't care. Just get me something small that like I can carry my <laughs> laptop, do the whole show, and go into the other room. He goes and he's like, but it won't be the same. And I'm like, it'll be fine. Yeah, and this guy, yeah. Hey, so small story before you, before I leave. Yeah, take as uh, much time. Apparently, if you put a micro, microphone up to your face, regardless of if you, it actually works, people take your reels more seriously. So you don't even have to actually have it working. To, I think to, those are the liberal. Those are the liberals. That <laughs> it's all part. Of, it's all part of the game. It's like. So for yeah, everybody yeah. watching, go get yourself a Rick microphone. Just don't plug it in and you'll be fine. Yeah. There we go. What, uh, you want, you want to, is there anything you want to share about any of your sponsors or any, or any of the brands you work with? Honestly, I don't, I, I mean, no, I mean, yes, but no, uh, you know, eco fishing shop is like my OG sponsor. They're my kayak sponsor. Caleb Braun is one of the coolest people you'll ever meet. If you ever awesome. want to buy a kayak from some like, and you want to be like, Hey, uh, am I buying a kayak from Globo gym or average Joe's gym? Well, eco fishing <laughs> shop is, is average Joe's. So um, I love it. Caleb is the coolest guy you'll ever meet. And, um, for, uh, I'm just going to go through the list here real yeah. quick. I've got bait works. I've got hook set hoodlums. I've got hooked. I've got free rain. I've got grunt style. I've got pro line baits. 
uh, Crocker Gator, um, eco fishing shop. I'm going to forget somebody and be in trouble, but, uh, super humbled and appreciative of people like Ramon, who's on this live stream, who, who have been followers since day one, anybody who watches this, that follows my page. Thank you. Um, I'm incredibly honored and blessed and, uh, and happy to be here. So thank you. Yeah. Well, listen, we're grateful for, uh, for you coming on the show and, uh, thank you for your service and, uh, hopefully we can do it again sometime. Can't wait. All right. Have a good night, man. Thanks, Jared. Great All job, right. Jared. No matter what Rick says, oh. <laughs> I'm gonna hang up. All right. All right, man. Oh, I like that guy. He's like, see, I know how to pick them. I like people that are just good people. Like someone that I would let come sit at my dining room table. I like it. I like him. I like his authenticity. And uh, we're really fortunate. Is, is, you know, Chauncey said it, right? Like guys got to go fight. Sometimes you get wounded. We need those guys to come pick them up, bring them home to safety, bring them home to their families. So thank you. And I can't wait until you retire. I want to see that video. Let's, uh, who's my guest next week? I don't know. Maybe we should get Boyd Duckett on here. What do you guys think? Who should we get on the show? Tell me in the chat. Oh, Peter Catfish. The best part of the microphone is that we can really hear the crunch. You're welcome. It's a game I used to play when I was a little kid called Look. Look. Anyways. I want to thank you all for tuning in today. Oh, wait. Jared's reminding me we got some golden tickets. 14046-11262-10641. Want to say thank you uh, to all of you for uh, taking time out of your day to tune in and, uh, and get up front and close and personal with Brandon. Uh, it was great to have a guest on that, like, I knew nothing about. You know, I called him up out of the blue and, and asked for a conversation, and uh, he's a really good dude, really real. And um, I want to say, uh, I just want to say thank you to all you guys. I want to say thank you to uh, the community. I want to say thank you to everyone that represents the brand and, and, and helps me spread the good word. And I want to say thank you to, uh, to Marty and Rafi for coming on and coming up with this idea of Monster Bass Cares. And, uh, and I'm excited to see what they come up with and how we can, you know, really devote some real estate and leverage this platform to do good things. And maybe it's just helping some of the other causes that are out there. Um, you know, because we can't, you know, we could add, we could add another cause to the, to, to the, to the list, but at some point maybe we're starting to water things down and maybe we can just help piggyback with someone else and, and really make a difference. And cause I think that's what we want to do. So. Anyways, um, let me see this. Uh, you're still waiting to be on the show. Get Mr. Rick Klun, Gene Simmons. Gene Simmons would be great, but uh, I don't know. I mean, I think if you were to give me like an, an ultimate guest, 
I might take Stone Cold Steve Austin. That could be fun. Anyways, another day. Thanks a lot, guys. And uh, I will definitely see you next week. Take care.